Welcome to the Resilient Rainer, the premier podcast focused on mental performance for equestrians and improved horse show performance. Whether you're a rookie rainer or a seasoned competitor, this show is for riders who want to take their skills to the next level and achieve their full potential in the show ring. I'm Nicole Burnett, and I'm a master mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you achieve all those horse dreams you always thought were impossible. Join me each week to develop a show-ready mindset and gain the competitive edge you need to compete with confidence. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Resilient Rainer podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Burnett. Today, we're getting into the problem with praise. As horse people, we're no different than other people, and we can be plagued by the fear of opinions. It's weird, right? If you think about it, opinions, they're not real. You can't hold them in your hand. You can't feel them. You can't hear them. They're not a tangible thing. Yet in our minds, they exist. And we can be really insecure about other people's opinions. I know I used to be massively insecure about many things. We can be insecure about our height. We can be insecure about our looks, even if we're good looking. We can be insecure about if we're funny or humorous, even if we are funny. We can be insecure about our intelligence, even though you're not dumb. And when it comes to our horses, we can be insecure about our horses breeding, their height, their color, their mane or lack of mane. We can be insecure about their behavior and their training. And if they're going to embarrass us by spooking at a shadow, you name it, we can be insecure about it. And why? Why are we so insecure about all these things? It's a trap and it comes down to comparison. I know we've all heard that phrase that comparison is the thief of joy. And when you compare yourself to others, it's not a fair comparison. You can't see the big picture. You can't see the pain that they had to endure. You can't see behind the closed doors of whoever you're comparing yourself to. And you never know everything else that's going on in someone's life. And yet even knowing how flawed this perspective is, just about everybody suffers from this issue of comparison. For the most part, I've been able to overcome this insecurity and I'm actually satisfied with who I am. I've been able to accept the things I can't change. I work hard to change the things that are within my wheelhouse. And I've got positive habits. I've achieved quite a few of my own personal goals. I'm working towards a bright future. And for the purposes of this, the opinions of others, they don't really concern me. Sure, an occasional comment can sting, but once that passes, I'm over it. Regardless, my skin is definitely so much thicker than it used to be. I wanted to share one big idea that really helped me in the hope that it can help you overcome some of your own insecurities. 
most people, they care way too much about the opinions of people that don't matter. Are they going to be at your funeral? Are you going to care if they're at your funeral? So why do you care about their thoughts? Basically, at the end of the day, there's a really big difference between the opinion of someone from a person that you care about, value, and respect, and the opinion of a random stranger. This is the reason why it hurts when your parents give you a talking to, or if your partner says they're disappointed about something, and it's because you care. That just makes sense, right? You care about the people that you care about and you value their opinion. But what doesn't make sense is why would you care about the opinions and thoughts of people who really don't have any idea who you are? So much of these thoughts from people who don't know you can be projection. If somebody says that you can't do it, no, they're really just saying they couldn't do it. The point is, their thoughts and opinions, as someone that you don't know them, it doesn't matter. It's not a good use of your time to be thinking about these people that you don't know, that don't know you, and that aren't going to give you a second thought. So we've introduced the idea that you might care about someone's opinion about you. And the main meat of today's episode that I wanted to dive into is about identifying with praise and criticism and the power of neutrality. Because the reason you care in the first place about anybody giving you a critical comment, anybody who comments on how you can't ride and how you look stupid or your spins suck or you're not doing as good as they thought or any sort of criticism. The shirt you're wearing looks terrible with your horse's color, whatever. The reason you care about any criticism is because you're identifying with the praise. This is a big deal. This is something that it'll probably take a while to really unpack and fully implement in your life, but this is very important. The solution, of course, is to not identify with the criticism. And the challenging part is that you also shouldn't identify with praise. I'm sure that we all can come up with an example in our head of you might go to a show and you have multiple great runs. People say, oh my gosh, you did amazing. You and your horse were on fire. That was might have even been a personal best. And you just have wonderful compliments from people. You just feel really good. And then you have one run where it's not so good and you might get one negative comment. That negative comment can really stick with you. But how does that happen? How does one unkind or one mean comment, how does that cancel out all of the positive comments? It's because you're identifying with it. And this is so key because if you can be swayed, if you can be influenced and have your emotional stability changed and influenced by praise, you can also be influenced and be cut down by criticism. The only solution is to detach from both. Let me get into that a little more. When you identify with praise, you're hitching your self-worth 
to external validation. This can be dangerous (laughs) because the same people who lift you up one day, they might bring you down the next. And this doesn't even have to be unkind or maliciously intended people. If you're over-identifying with your trainer giving you positive feedback and encouraging you, it doesn't have to be mean people at a competition saying how you're a loser. It can be, oh my gosh, well, my last lesson, my trainer said that I was doing amazing and my horse was progressing well and they didn't say that this time and that can bring you down. So that's what I mean where this can be very insidious. Let's be honest. Praise can make you complacent. You might start thinking that you've got this whole thing nailed down, so maybe you don't have to push as hard. And this can trap you in a cycle where you only do things for the applause. And that is a really shaky foundation for long-term success and mental wellness. Like I said, this doesn't have to just be where you nail a perfect run in competition and the crowd cheers and your competitors give you a nod of approval and you get nice comments from the judge. It doesn't have to even be like that. It can be from everyday moments and people around you. You can still be in a cycle where you're trapped and doing only things for the applause, even if that applause are your barn mates and what they're commenting on how well you and your horse are doing and progressing. The problem with praise, it can really become quite an insidious problem. On the flip side, criticism can be equally damaging when you make it part of your identity. Just like praise, criticism is often subjective and dependent on external circumstances. It might be somebody else's mood will influence how they feel and how they respond, for instance. If you identify with the criticism, you risk internalizing it and making it a part of how you view yourself. This can lead to self-doubt, stress, and can really sap the joy out of riding and out of your time with your horse. Imagine you've had a bad day. Your horse was skittish. You missed a cue and it cost you the run. The judge's feedback isn't great. And maybe even there's somebody online tearing you apart. If you identify with that criticism, you might start doubting yourself, second guessing your abilities, and the tension might even transfer to your horse because we all know they can read our moods. Before you know it, that negative energy is affecting your practice sessions and your mental game. Now, here's where it gets really cool. When you don't identify with either praise or criticism, you become emotionally resilient. You can take compliments gracefully without letting them go to your head. And you can handle criticism without letting it wound your self-worth. By maintaining this emotional even keel, you free up a ton of mental energy that you can channel into honing your skills, improving your performance, and maybe even just enjoying the ride. When you can take both the praise and the criticism as mere data points, 
after the stellar run, you graciously say thank you and accept the compliments, but then you go back and you review your performance anyway to make sure that you're learning from it because it's reviewing and learning about what went well. And in addition to things not going well, you can find little areas to improve that make you even better next time. After poor performance, you can take the critique seriously, but not personally. You figure out what went wrong and you work specifically on those issues to turn your weakest points into strengths. And this is the power of neutrality. It is so powerful when you can take a critique seriously, but not take it personally, because that's going to enable you to take action on it. This is so powerful. Being neutral is so powerful. It's totally human nature to crave praise and to shun criticism. That's how we're hardwired. And identifying too closely with either praise or criticism can have some real downsides. The key is to see both for what they are. They're just feedback. It's not facts about you as a person or you as a writer. Use them as tools for improvement, not as markers of your self-worth. This balanced approach can lead to better mental health, better under saddle performance, and a more satisfying life. In the high stakes, emotionally charged world of equine sports, where even your horse can pick up on your emotional state, not identifying with either praise or criticism makes you a more resilient rider. It allows you to grow from each experience, good or bad, without becoming complacent or anxious. That's the sweet spot for long-term improvement and quite honestly, for enjoying the sport you love. Do it for the sake of doing it. It's pretty incredible that we get to ride horses. (laughs) It's amazing. So you shouldn't ride because of the inevitable praise you're going to receive. Just do it because you can. That's why I do it. Think of how much farther you'll go in your riding. All because you ride and just don't stop. Imagine if you give up anytime someone, because people said mean comments. Imagine the opportunities you'll squander if you just quit when the going gets tough. And when you can tap into that power of neutrality, the act of riding and training and that day in, day out, process, it matters more than the rewards you receive. I hope this gave you some food for thoughts and that helps you out and that this is another tool in your arsenal for just stopping to care about what other people think so that you can have greater enjoyment in your own life and with every ride. So wishing you well, happy trails. Until next time. Hey there, friends. Are you ready to take your writing to the next level with our free live training series? If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the next edition of our highly acclaimed three-part live training event for Western writers. It's 100% free to attend. 
our last series was a big hit with writers gaining powerful mental strategies and hands-on exercises to build confidence, master emotions, and develop champion focus. Whether you compete or just ride for pleasure, this series helps deepen the bond with your horse and conquer those mental obstacles holding you back. The training is free, but spots are limited, so reserve your seat today. Check the show notes for how to sign up. Let's continue the breakthrough together. I hope to see you in our next round.